<laughs> I think Hubert probably has a cloaca. But yeah, what Alex it's is all saying purpose. is the mouth is the cloaca. Okay, yeah. now that it's I don't a, know. It's an yeah, all-purpose like hole. And, oh, so it's it's just the, the one one hole for everything, which yeah. I guess is a cloaca. One, but one hole can become pregnant and impregnate. And oh, okay. and, <laughs> and, <laughs> right. and eat. It's like a Swiss Army knife no, orifice. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It. This is a show where every week one of our hosts uh, presents a topic, piece of media, or an experience uh, to the rest. <laughs> I know you could go for it. <laughs> and the rest of us, and we all try it together. Uh, so this week, uh, it, I was able to uh, choose the topic, and uh, it was Guards, Guards, a book by Terry Pratchett. Um, uh, this is the first time we've done a book on the show, and everyone is thrilled yeah. so um comic books yes that's I, a real yeah. book babies decisively <laughs> not a book <laughs> that's um, like a movie but on a page well and we, so we did, um we did that that website book oh, 1787 yeah. or whatever all right whatever what's other bad books <laughs> working <laughs> out a book because that sucks where do you work out at the library <laughs> Flexing my brain. <laughs> anyway, I, I was I had a, uh, <laughs> the brain is the strongest muscle. Welcome, <laughs> my elucidated brethren of the Ebon Knight, or the illuminated brethren. Excuse me, can we start doing magical chants yet? <laughs> Not I yet. I think I'm at the wrong secret Did you say society. Illuminated. <laughs> uh, speaking right now about whether or not we are illuminated or elucidated is. Brother Stan Mixer. Cam. <laughs> uh, that is me. I am Hobart Stan Mixer. <laughs> actually sounds great. That's a good, that's a funny, that's a funny joke. <laughs> How many times can I congratulate myself? <laughs> in the beginning of the I feel like I should repeat those a couple of times, so it sounds like it just goes on for a minute and a half. <laughs> uh, Next to him, we have Brother Gaming Mouse. Alex. I'm the Logitech G600 series. <laughs> 600 DPI. You got the double dual scroll wheels. Yeah, you're like flying yeah. through There's actually, I've got one, a scroll wheel underneath the mouse. Holy so that shit. when you're moving it, you're also scrolling. You're switching <laughs> weapons at massive speeds. Fly in 3TF2. I get those buddy hop macros, baby. Across from him, we have track. Sister Cintiq Tablet. Ooh. Sep. Ooh. Did you bring the ancient tablets? Uh, I I have. They are incredibly magical. <laughs> three dollars. They they cost me three hundred dollars times three. Ooh, As you know, money is power, which I assume is also magical power. Yeah, I so assume I, the equation works out. Yeah. Yes. What what magical artifacts have you guys brought? I brought this rock. <laughs> Does it have a hole in it at least? Oh, okay. uh, almost. Not all the way through. <laughs> a half drilled hole. Yeah. It's slightly magic. The magic goes in. That's that's quite a magic trick. Magic goes into this thing and it doesn't come out. Yeah. <laughs> and I am your host for this gathering of minds, brother regular book that I brought to the show. Ooh, brother uh, crime brother. <laughs> crime brother. 
<laughs> Brother <laughs> Podcaster. Yes. Our soon-to-be monkey librarian is here. Um, yes. is not a monkey. Oh, yeah. It is a great ape. Um, He'll what fucking... did you bring to the show today? Uh, pedantics? Pedantics are magical. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today to summon a first segment about dragons. Oh, okay. So... Uh, in the book Guards, Guards, uh, the elucidated brethren of the Ebon Knight, I think. They perform a ritual to try and summon a dragon. And um, I, so I, because that is such a focal point of the book Guards, Guards, I thought that it would be fun to do a first segment where we talk about the way dragons are depicted in media. I was thinking in the same vein as our zombie segment when we did uh, Day of the mm. Dead, where we just kind of go through a bunch of stuff about the topic and mention any favorites we have. Um, Seb, you were talking, you ha- were talking about some weird, uh, some weird looking anime dude that ha- turns into a dragon or some he shit. He's not a weird looking <laughs> anime dude. He's a weird looking. You, no. you said his name <laughs> was Raytheon. Raytheon, American, <laughs> Jake Long, American dragon. No, no um, wait, wrong one. <laughs> no, uh, I was talking about some World of Warcraft dragons. Okay, oh. because that's my brand. I'm going to stick with it. We're not rebranding today. Uh, my brand is strong. Uh, people recognize it. Anyway. Um, so, uh, World of Warcraft is probably one of the reasons I like to doodle dragons all the time. Um, they're cool. They're awesome. They're, I think one of my favorite World of Warcraft dragons is... Um, I think it's Sindragosa is the one that comes out of the... The ice and shit. Have any of is that the, the the one that's in the Lich King Wrath yeah, of the, Lich King, the Lich King cinematic. cinematic? That's my favorite cinematic. That's very cool. Yeah. I have to say, um, like, as someone who does has very little interaction with World of Warcraft except for playing Warcraft Three and knowing and me. and uh, <laughs> knowing Seb and watching the cinematics <laughs> when uh, somebody says the the animation in them is good. Yeah. Um, I look at a skeleton dragon rising out of the ice and go like, oh, wow, that's cool as hell. No, it's, wow, cool it dragon. is cool as, as hell. Especially, well, well, I could gush over this particular uh, cinematic forever and not just because of the dragon. It's but, like anything. It's not like super unique, I want to say. But however, it doesn't have to be because all the ideas are, are rock solid. They're so cool. Right. It's like uh, un- Undead King. Here. Undead I king, cool sword, ice. frozen in ice, dragons, dragons in the ice. Dragon comes out of the ice. It's a cool skeleton dragon with the cool skeleton guy who's in armor, wielding an ice sword, and he's yeah. the king. And it's like, yeah. wow, cool. We'll do it for the yeah. podcast, right? Uh, it's, it's not short. an ice sword. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a magic sword. It's not really an ice sword. It's cool. Um, yeah, it is cool. It's name is Frostmourne. I like the talk, idea of an of. ice sword because it's only good when it's very cold. <laughs> Otherwise, um, it melts. But don't take my sword out of the freezer, dude. <laughs> don't you know what it gets like? Yeah, but, no but the way she here. comes out of the ice is like, he thrusts his... Like, okay. So, it, it's his dad talking to him, right? And he's talking about, oh, you'll be so good for the kingdom, Prince Arthas. And oh my gosh, you're such a good... Prince or whatever. And walking around as a blue-eyed, undead, uh, yeah. weird, evil guy, like, the, he, hearing this stuff, it's like, oh, you probably already weren't very good for the kingdom, even if you don't know what the backstory is. Right. Yeah. It's and like, this guy clearly already fucked up the kingdom to yeah. a significant degree. But also, the music playing in the background is the music that uh, the Frozen Throne ends with, 
in the World Warcraft uh, 3 expansion. Lore um, significant. So, yeah, so it's very lore significant. And then he thrusts it, he, like, his dad is like, um, and I know you will exercise restraint when you use your great power. And, but Hate it said, when I say that to my son, and yeah, he doesn't. And, and then he, he just, like, fucking thrusts his sword into the glacier. The glacier starts cracking. There's an enormous dragon, and it just, like, one claw lifts out. Then another claw li- lifts out, and then... You see Arthas standing there, and she just, like, comes up slowly out of the ice. And it's just, like, such a badass cinematic, okay? Like, she's not even that that unique of a design. But, um, I... Those are, I, how long are those cinematics? Those are pretty long, right? Um, no, but, uh, 20 minutes or something? No, <laughs> like, three minutes. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, That's it's like a trailer. That's why I want to do it for the show. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, they, <laughs> they basically release it as a trailer. Though, they've been getting longer, especially when they get more lore-heavy, like, um, with... Warlords of Draenor because it's so, basically recounting a. Seb, anyway, I'm going to be real is, with you. This is a tangent. I tried to work, uh, meet you halfway here, and since I knew we were going to be talking about dragons, I looked up some stuff on Deathwing uh, or Cataclysm, yeah. and I'm like, wow, this looks like it sucks. Like, all, <laughs> all of it. Like, uh, the fact that uh, no, all like, kills, kills him by, like, shooting a Kamehameha, and then he just, like, turns into no. dust. Like, not even, like, actual dust, like, poofs out of existence. Yeah. Um,. What kind of thing Thrall would do that? turned into <laughs> green Jesus. a bunch Jesus. of people out of existence? Uh, I hate how they handled Thrall. I was not going to talk about Deathwing because he is not my favorite. But, like, um, I, I'm just, like, the biggest, most famous dragon in this thing, I guess. Although the skeleton dragon is much cooler. Syndragos is much cooler. Um, also, the image of... Is he actually climbing out of a volcano, or is he just emerging from the earth? What, like, what's um, up with that? He's emerging from the earth. Okay. Because yeah. it turns into a volcano after sort he climbs of. out of it. Yeah, it's his yeah. fault. <laughs> it's his fault. I, I think he's kind of been hiding in, like, the earth domain. I think that's cool. Um, I like that stuff. But, yeah, so, yeah, he comes out of the earth, and that's why the cataclysm happens. He basically... He's so huge and bursts out of the, the earth so hard that he shatters... The continents, hmm. sort of. Mm, I hate um, yeah, and you know it sucked. Um, so that's cool. The like the thing about what I like about the wild dragons is that uh, even though they're kind of everywhere and it's not that cool to kill a dragon, at mm-hmm. least in in the main world, like the the little dragon whelpings, that they have not updated their model since vanilla and they look ridiculous. <laughs> they are so they look like little muppets. They're so oh. cute. Um, I kind of love them. They're so dumb. Um, they look like the exit hatch in Spyro 3. Yeah, pretty much. Just with, like, a more detailed texture on them. Is Spyro um, good? Uh, some of them are. Spyro's Spyro's good. Why are you talking about Spyro? No, I, I like Spyro. About Spyro. Um, I, I don't know. I think, uh, <laughs> what, what do you think is the right <laughs> What do you think is the right size for a dragon? Well, um, this is a question to the field. <laughs> fuck off big. Fuck yeah. off big. Yeah, fuck off big's well, good. It, it also depends on what kind of dragon you're looking for. I would like a very tiny and dragon. If you have three kids, you should probably get well. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know it. A fuck off big dragon. But, uh, um, you, I just, I just went through a divorce. I'm just looking for something flashy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> midlife you know. crisis dragon. Yeah, one that I can sit on my shoulder or carry around in the purse. I don't think you should be riding dragons. Okay, you saying that uh, I want to get into that. That's yeah, good, okay. Cam. Yeah. But uh, you I saying that I want one that sits on my shoulder, Seb, reminds me that for a time uh, they gave. Kitty Pride in the X-Men a dragon and just didn't comment on it? Wasn't, like, she, wasn't it from another dimension or something? Uh, I think so. Huh. That sounds this is why X-Men cool. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to our X-Men episode for more of that. Uh, Cam, why don't you think you should be able to ride dragons? I just think it's... If you're gonna ride it's a dragon, it should have a saddle on it. 
Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Fine. That's that's not very controversial at all. <laughs> like I, like I thought. Yeah, I thought you should have a license. <laughs> all right. Hold on. No. I think you should have to sit inside the dragon. Wear a seatbelt. Yeah. Inside. I don't know. It just seems. I don't. So does it have to eat you fully, or can you just sit in the mouth? All right. Let's not get into oh, the any of that. Angle dragon. Kim, dude. were you going to talk about the dragon type in Pokemon? I kind of was. I'm not a, the big Pokemon guy anymore, but I like seeing. I like that Pokemon always did all the different kind, like shapes and sizes of dragons. Like dragons are cool. Like um, Gyarados is a dragon, right? No, no. Um, Fly, water flying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, it's, all it's right, like so yeah, oh, it's all in one. Charizard, he's a dragon. Yeah. Right? Uh, Gyarados is based on a myth of like a carp turning into a dragon-like creature mm-hmm. or uh, a serpent, like a. Yeah, the carp so, goes over the dragon. Here, please don't yeah. cast. We. Does, we crave dragon. labels, so if it's not labeled correctly, yeah. it's incorrect. It's even though not being a based on Fly. a dragon is not a dragon. Um, my actual, I was going to segue into like Flygon, like I like how Flygon is a dragon, but he's like, he's like bug looking, even yeah. though he's ground type. He's dumb and has goggles. That's I like good. that, it's yeah. cool. He looks like a big, dumpy, like nerd dragon. <laughs> he is a nerd, he's, You're like, right. he's like four feet taller. I'm sure if we looked it up, he's like fucking 12 feet taller. Sorry, I don't have the book next to me anymore. Shout out to our Detect- Detective Pikachu episode where we're constantly looking up how tall every Pokemon is. <laughs> that could be like a whole episode. <laughs> we, it almost was. How tall is this Pokemon? Uh, um, what do you think about, um, I know this is another thing I know you have a connection with Cam, is Monster Hunter, because oh, you and yeah. I played a lot. Well, that kind of factors in too, is you got some weird looking dragons. Yeah, there, right? um, they have a... Fucked up guys. Yeah, yeah, there are yeah. a lot of... Um, they make a distinction of saying, oh, most of the things you fight are wyverns, which I like, because they're like, oh, the wyverns are the ones where the wings are limbs. And if it's a dragon, it has four limbs and wings. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like so, I like, I remember any of the fucking... So, Rathalos is a wyvern, but, like, Kushala Deora is a dragon. Mm. And it's a big deal when an actual dragon shows up. Mm. So, like... You spend the whole game fighting things that look like dragons, breathe fire like dragons, yeah. have big wings and everything. And then someone's like, guys, there's a dragon that's about to show up. And you're like, and you're like, what the fuck? Who cares? Like, it doesn't matter anything. And then the dragon shows up and it kills everybody. Well, yeah, it's, like, the, it's the extra arm. Yeah. 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 It's, the, it's the extra limbs. It's the... Um, and also, you're fighting, like, weird variations and different cultures' versions of dragons. And then the... At one point in the game, it just drops on you a standard Western yeah. ideal of a dragon, and all of a sudden that feels like a big deal yep. because you've been fighting weird hmm. things that are kind of more grounded in reality. It's like have that new sheep Pokemon, uh, Wooloo. Yeah, it's like they've been showing you yeah. weird things that aren't related well, to animals for so long. Oh, okay. All right, I see where. I, all right, I see where. Yeah. So then you see something normal, and you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, last shout out is uh, the drag gun from Enter the Gungeon. <laughs> oh yeah, a of dragon course. made of guns with two guns. That's, that's very good. That's cool. Does it hold them or? Yeah. Are they... <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pokemon. I wish I could. I should have pulled up the list beforehand. Yeah. But I like like weird small dragons. What's your like, favorite dragon type Pokemon? Uh, Flygon. I really like. <laughs> I really like Hydreigon because it's like a Hydra and it doesn't Ooh. actually have Why arms. It just dragon. has three heads. Oh, dragon. <laughs> like yeah. Very cute. I like um, uh, what's that other one um, with the the arms are like clouds. The uh, wings are clouds. Oh, uh, Altaria. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. Altaria. The peacock. Peacock dragon. Yeah, that one's fun. Peacock. I Why like is that. that. One a dragon. I, I, my mind keeps going to Drampa because I think because oh, how Drampa weird. Because <laughs> of how weird Drampa. 
It's the one that looks like a, a weird old person. That's, that's, like he likes oh, that's, that's the Loch Ness Monster one? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm sure if we looked up... It looks like a dragon if it was your grandpa. That's how I remember. Oh, yes. Grandpa. Dragon yes. Grandpa. <laughs> how tall is he? All right. Hold on. I'm looking it up right now. How tall is he? Height. Uh, nine foot ten inches. Whoa! <laughs> he does look like a dragon if he was your grandpa. That is exactly This is important. Like. Uh, yeah, I think my favorite dragon type Pokemon is probably... Um, uh, executor, but the one with the yes. long neck. Big. <laughs> because he's a dragon. <laughs> That's such a weird thing. I don't complain because I love it, but um, I. What do you guys think about like the the whole dragons breathing fire thing? Do you want like the oh it's do you want a scientific explanation or just like no they should just be able to breathe Ooh. fire? It doesn't um, matter. It, I think it depends on the context. Like in Dragon Riders of Pern, um, they they bred the dragons specifically for a specific purpose scientifically so that makes sense but most of the time i'm like just let them breathe yeah i don't want it to make sense most of the time i I don't want to step in the main topic too much but i liked they kind of uh nod at that yes and that's fun it becomes a plot point in this book in in a fun way and we'll get into that a little bit in the second segment but um i know in in how to train your dragon there's a two-headed dragon where one of them breathes the flammable gas and the other just has a little spark to ignite the gas and i'm like oh that's kind of cool but why do that? Because it draws attention to all the other ones that just breathe regular fire. Yeah, like, yeah, it's nothing. I think it's, I think it's way cooler. I think dragon, dragon's breathing fire is cool. But mm-hmm. I think if you have a dragon breathe anything else, it's a hundred times cooler. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Uh, for example, um, does Godzilla count as a dragon? I was about to bring him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he's a kaiju. I, I think kaiju can be, what? dragon can be kaiju. Like, Ghidra's for sure a dragon yeah. and he's a kaiju. Is Mothra is Isn't he an alien? Long. And, like, God. <laughs> Kaiju at the same time, you know what I mean? I didn't hear anything you said Mothra. because I was one of these guys. He's a, Mothra is he's a, a moth. moth and she's a, a moth, thank she's you very a, much. Yeah, she's a moth. Come on. Yeah, sorry. I'm <laughs> psychic right. link with this moth. They were speaking another language. I didn't know what was going on in that movie. <laughs> And just thinking of you watching the movie Mothra with no subtitles. Parasite guy told me to watch all these movies. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Yeah, the. Spyro's not, like, that kind of cool, but I do Spyro's like it. Cool. Spyro's cool. Yeah, I, no, I he's think... not the kind of cool we're, like, talking about. Mm. Not yeah. the, like, badass, like, holy shit. You do think of dragons cool. as kind of destructive, and he's more yeah. like... He's um, got he's a ratitude kind of yeah. cool. But um, he, like, I like it when they put in, like, different elements for mm. him to breathe. And they make, like, a... Like, even though those those games are terrible, but it's a good idea. Yeah. No, 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 no. The games no. where he can breathe other elements come oh. after the first three, which Heroes are very Tale good. Heroes Tale is not that bad. It was before the rebranding. How is Tales? That's going to be the one that I bring Emily on for. She's going to make us play that piece of garbage. Okay. Tales is a dragon. Yeah. I will play it. <laughs> no, he's a kaiju. Um, um, and an action movie. Yeah. <laughs> and a pog. And a thought. Um, this, <laughs> and it's a game. This kind, of, this kind of segues into my bit. And, of course, I've got to be the guy. I've got to talk about Dark Souls. Oh, good. I, I was hoping you would. Um... Uh, but two of my favorite dragon boss fights in the Dark Souls series do breathe something other than uh, fire, Ooh, which is cool. Um, in the first of the Dark Souls 2 DLCs, the uh, Sunken City, Sanctum mm-hmm. City, some, some oh, of that Oh, man. Show. What the fuck is that dragon's name? It is the, uh... Uh, Sin? S-I-N-H? Yes. Oh, I my believe. God. Well, that's it. That's it. Um, but Sin. it's like it's made of like a... It's kind of like a stone dragon, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like... Uh, it's also poison, which is really cool. That whole area is like uh, toxic poison. Mm-hmm. Themed. 
Hmm. Um, Are you telling me that there's an area filled with poison what? in a from yes. software the game? They made a whole <laughs> DLC on it. Um, <laughs> They're like, you miss this? <laughs> You're like, you want to buy it? But uh, some, the, in the lore, there was a big, uh, a cool knight who wielded a spear that went to go slay him. Um, and uh, he didn't, but uh, the spear is still in his wing, which is really oh, cool. cool. Um, and uh, he breathes, uh, when you fight him, he breathes fire, but then it turns into poison and a really cool bit of visual because uh, it's like it's like um, you know uh, orange fire but then it just kind of turns into this really bright uh, green that's awesome um, he's cool there's that big one on the bridge that kills everyone <coughs> yeah and ev- every hell can drink of course pretty much every Dark Souls game has a dragon that will roast you on a bridge <laughs> um, uh, were you going to talk about the one in the 3 DLC uh, yeah I I, t- I talk a little bit about Madir, who's like a dark corrupted dragon and he just fires a big purple laser instead of breathing any kind of fire uh, uh look at shin godzilla for a moment where Ooh. something that should be breathing fire instead breathes a laser and it's sick yeah. as sick as fuck it's very cool uh, <laughs> that fight is exhausting because he has a billion hp but it is a fun fight um what that's is, this, uh, yeah sorry. i'm trying to think of something else that had laser dragons I uh, yeah. uh, How to Train Your Dragon has fucking toothless shooting lasers. They they're like, oh, it's just a fireball, but it's really fast. And I'm like, no, he's shooting a laser. He's shooting a laser. But um, Any dragons in Star Wars? <laughs> uh, Probably. Uh, I mean, if, if I'm gonna look this up, deleted scene. Was, no. it's in there. Were there dragons in Far Cry Blood Dragon, which I did not play? Yes, the Blood Dragon is yeah, in that uh, game. It doesn't shoot lasers. It does, but only because okay. it's the name of a gun. Oh, okay. Wow. But um, what do you guys think is the best video game fight against a dragon? Because like yeah. that's kind of like a. I mean, Tough. that's a point I wanted to hit on when we're still talking about Dark Souls, is yeah. that most of the time they don't do a great job. Those <laughs> fights aren't always amazing. Well, they're too big, right? Yeah, usually they'll, you know, they'll fuck with your camera, or they'll go, like, above you and break the lock-on, uh, or they'll just fly up and breathe fire straight down, so you just have to run oh away. Oh my god, the, the ancient dragon up. fight yeah. is oh, yeah. so bad. It only has one attack, which is it flies slightly above the arena, breathes fire down, and it covers most of the arena. Oh, then it lands so you can hit it, and then it goes back up. Jesus. So you're sprinting in, and then turning around and going all the way back. Okay, my real answer is every fight in Monster Hunter, but my <laughs> yeah. other answer is... I feel like there's another game that does this, but I complain about head and hands bosses a lot, where yeah. the, the only... The boss has two hands and a head, and then you mm-hmm. fight those parts of it. But Enter the Gungeon, it has the two hands and mm-hmm. head, and I like that. And I feel like there's another example of that with a dragon, but I can't quite think of it right now. Um, I was going to say... Oh, uh, there's the one in Odyssey. You, yeah, what a uh, weird yeah, fight that is. so weird. Extremely out of place, but um, interesting. A weird notable dragon fight, uh, again from Souls stuff, is uh, Demon Souls. Because they made it into a gimmick boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot. Demon Souls has a lot of gimmick bosses. I like Demon Souls is willing to just be so weird. They're like, oh, nobody's gonna buy this. We yeah, can do whatever mm-hmm. we want. Um, it's like a strange. It, it's the biggest dragon. It's enormous. It's mm-hmm. the dragon god, uh, and it's like in the middle of this room, and you're running around the edge of the room, uh, and there's a bunch of ballistas that you shoot uh, big bolts into him and that's how you damage him you just run from one to another to another and then you hit it in the head to kill it <laughs> it's not an amazing fight but it is cool as just this big fuck off thing oh man uh, Monster Hunter has one of those and Monster Hunter has like a ton of dragon fights we could go to uh, some of which I haven't even played because there are just so many but um 
there in Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate ha- had almost all the monsters that they had ever done in the series. Mm-hmm. And there were a bunch that you could only get by playing online. So I only saw a couple of them. But one of my favorites is Dalamador, who is a huge, huge snake dragon. Cool. Like, so huge that the battle arena is a mountain that he has wrapped around, like, coiled wow. around the entire mountain. That's cool. And then you, is, like, rising up and you see the head. And wow. it's like, this arena had to be specifically constructed. Like, they can't just reuse one of the older levels yeah. for Dalamadur because Dalamadur is the arena. Mm. He's too big. Cool. And it's like... It, it really made me feel like the oh this is this is the reason you have to kill this is because it will destroy the world by being alive. <laughs> like, yeah. um, it, it, while we're on Monster Hunter, I just I wanted to jump on this real quick. Um, it, you reminded me of one of my favorite Dragon Boss fights, and that is fighting Rathalos as Solid Snake yeah. in Beast <laughs> Walker. What a weird, um, perfect thing. Yeah, they had an insane crossover, and uh, you would just shoot a dragon with a gun. <laughs> does uh, does Ridley count? What, yeah. What's the word no, on this? No. no? I, I was hoping you would mention that. Ridley's a man. Ridley's a man, not a dragon? He's a person. Dragon man. Should dragons be able to talk? Um, oh, yeah, that's a question. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, real quick, I did want to shout out um, Breath of the Wild. That's really cool. Like those oh, yeah. serpents. Oh yeah, yeah. So cool. serpents. And uh, you have to kind of, you have to like get scales from them. And because they're not in the marketing or anything, I don't know about you guys, but I was re- surprised the first time oh, I saw yeah. one. So one time oh, yeah. you just look yeah. up and you're like, "What the fuck?" And then you <laughs> yeah. have to wait for it to happen again thirty times yes. to get all your scales. Yeah. The magic. Um, oh, God, <laughs> but I like that it's you can't kill it. Like I'm on the fence on yeah. like dragons should be the most powerful, coolest fuck off things ever but I also like the Pokemon dragons like um, that are just like They're cute just little like pets alright yeah. well, like, one more or... one more Dark Souls point about um, in, in the lore there's the uh, everlasting dragons that are like, oh, yeah. immortal um, but uh, the um, the gods manage to kill them and then kick off the events of the game um, in one of the most hidden areas in the first Dark Souls hidden game, behind two illusory walls yes, <laughs> uh, in the bottom of the swamp um <laughs> Of course, no, no, yeah. No, 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 no. You find uh, a grotto that has just one of these dragons chilling there, and then you can uh, you can join the covenant and just uh, kill people oh, for yeah. him. And it's one of the only covenants where if you attack the covenant leader, nothing happens because this dragon is he can't be killed. yeah he can't be like, killed. You can cut off his tail, and he doesn't even get pissed. He's like, I am so old, I am so powerful. <laughs> I, yeah, it's like it, I do not give a shit about what you do for me unless you fight and kill for me. Oh, yeah, uh, Kingdra yeah. also. Good dragon yeah. in Pokemon. Um, yeah, Kingdra is a dragon, a yeah. seahorse guys, dragon. Do you guys think that, or do you like it better when dragons are intelligent, whether they can talk or not, or uh, when they're just like a random? I like creature. smart, cunning. Stupid. I don't like, I don't like them literally opening their mouths and speaking. Yeah. But telepathic link is fine. I'm Look cool at with you, that. Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, would you rather they be smart or rather the, them be like a dog? Yeah. Uh, I want them to be dumb. Dumb dragon. <laughs> I think a variance is fine. I think like a I, Game of Thrones to be able to understand symbolism. The dragons in really the dragons in the books are actually quite good. Uh, although uh, the, the way the, they the way they look in the show, I will say, is nice. Oh, yeah. Like Very like cool. the the design that they did for the show. But uh, like that show has a lot of talented artists working on it. Shame about the rest, but mm. like. Um, <laughs> Heard it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to check it out further. <laughs> um, Thank you. Okay, so I think we've got it. Uh, you, we, we've figured it out collectively. That you should bigger than a bread box. Bigger than a bread box. A mineral. Mineral. 
Right. Uh, uh, I believe that the, uh, they, they should not be intelligent, but they should surprise you if they are. Uh, <laughs> they shouldn't talk. The uh, dragons are meant to be seen, not heard. Uh, and oh, then uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should get a saddle for your dragon. You should get a license for your dragon. Yep. Uh, they should Four. perch on your shoulder, even if they're several thousand pounds. Yes, and even that they're very large. <laughs> and and Kitty Pride and Colossus should have gotten married. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think we've got to sort it out. We, we know what the perfect dragon would be like, so we'll be perfectly prepared for the second segment where we dig into Guards, Guards by Terry Pratchett. See you on the other side. The reason that the rich were so rich, Vimes reasoned, was because they managed to spend less money. Take Boots, for example. He earned $38 a month, plus allowances. A really good pair of leather boots cost $50. But an affordable pair of boots, which were sort of okay for a season or two, and then leaked like hell when the cardboard gave out, cost about $10. Those were the kind of boots Vimes always bought, and wore until the soles were so thin that he could tell where he was in Ark Morpork on a foggy night by the feel of the cobbles. But the thing was that good boots lasted for years and years. A man who could afford fifty dollars had a pair of boots that would still be keeping his feet dry in ten years' time, while a poor man, who could only afford cheap boots, would have spent a hundred dollars on boots in the same time, and would still have wet feet. This was Captain Samuel Vimes's boots theory of socio-economic unfairness. The kingdom was quiet until a maniac showed up. Lego maniac! Now you might call this castle crazy, but to a Lego maniac... It's home. The Lego System Dragon Masters Collection, each set sold separately. Maniac not included. Biting political commentary. What, what is one of the most powerful weapons manufacturers in the country going to do to you? Send a dragon. Yeah, missile. come on. <laughs> I mean, attack. They're gonna send a missile that they call a dragon. Whoa! It's going to call. It's going to be called the dragon. Okay. Besides, we haven't said your last name on here. It's yeah, Smith. 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 It's, Smith. I'm Smith Smitherson. Smith Smitherson. And you work Jane Doe. Jane. Jane Doe. And her address is. Oh, <laughs> 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 this is I'll, gonna be I'll, 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 believe, I'll believe that. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everyone. Kill me, listeners. <laughs> How dare you? You've all been to my house anyway. Rare challenge. Kill me. <laughs> For my next uh, episode, we're going to kill you. Know, steal my identity. I hope you I know what your next that. episode's going to be, because oh, we got to figure it out in like an hour. Um, so. <laughs> so, um, welcome back to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends On It. This week, 
I sent these losers to the library to get oh. some knowledge yes, on a yes. book. We, no. we took a look, and it was, in fact, in the book. A book book. <laughs> so, uh, I had us all read Guards, Guards by Terry Pratchett. Um, I allowed uh, audiobooks for this because yes. we're all busy people. We work 40-hour-a-week jobs. we wouldn't have done yeah. it. <laughs> That's the secret. Allowances for uh, the actual... To, to make sure the episode happened, Is yes. Is this the guy who did Hitchhiker's Guide? No. Ah, the tension of that felt similar. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but, like, this is the same guy who, I don't know if anyone's read or has seen anything of Good Omens. Yes. But that was uh, this guy and Neil Gaiman together. Did he write Dune? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're for sure I'm, fucking with me there. I'm just going to name books I know. <laughs> the Marvel movies. <laughs> Did this guy do that Shining book? Is he oh, man. The I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to think now of, like, like, what would a Dune episode even look like? That book is so dense. Like, if even if you listen to two hours of the audiobook, you'd be like, all right, so what's spice? And they live on a desert planet. Worms. Yeah, there are sandworms. Worms. Is the sandworm the king? What? <laughs> Benny Gesserit? I'd rather go to the beach <laughs> than read Dune. Once. All right. Uh, <laughs> put that on a shirt, somebody. <laughs> so this book came out in 1989. Um... And the premise for the book originally was that Terry Pratchett had already been writing books in the Discworld series for a long time. Discworld, named such because it is a flat planet. It is a disc. Just like ours. (laughs) (laughs) It is a a disc. We're not talking about Tron. We're not talking about Tron. We're not talking about Tron. That's not this. We're not talking about Tron. This this is the no-Tron zone. This is a different, boring, Okay, so... Uh, it is a world that is a disc. The disc world sits on the back of four elephants that ride up through space on the back of a giant turtle named Atuin. Uh, and that like ours. So, uh, like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I just want to parse this a little bit. Uh-huh. So the there's a giant turtle and four giant elephants. Yes, right. Obviously. So is the turtle I mean, four times be... the size of the elephant? So yes. it's more giant. Yes. Okay. The, 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 no, turtle the turtle is, is bigger. Yes. Or a space turtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I see. Yeah. I see. I see. The yes. disc could just be very tiny. And, uh, so and if the, it comes... The disc doesn't tumble at all? No. Or there's there like no. a, suspen- a suspension no, on the, it? No, the, the elephants hold it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah the elephants are moving. Oh, no, they're on the... So is the turtle flying? What do you get about this? What don't you understand about this? It's not Tron. It's easy to understand. It's easy to understand. So... Um, because uh, it's it's from I don't know if anyone knows the old myth like uh, it's like uh, it's about how some people you can't change their beliefs it's like uh, well I believe that uh, well what do you believe about the world do you believe that uh, there's someone watching over us do you believe someone created the universe and the woman says uh, I believe that the world uh, is uh, carried on the backs of four elephants and then the guy's like well what's under the elephants she, she says a, tur- a giant turtle mm. he's like what's under that turtle he's like another turtle and then she's like, well, what's under that turtle? It's like, it's turtles all the way down. <laughs> it's like that old story. I think it, it comes from that. And it's just like uh, a humorous fantasy series, very like kind of pokes fun at fantasy tropes, which have been, you know, done. At this point, you've already had your Lord of the Rings. You've already had Dungeons and Dragons. You've already had one jillion things that yeah. have uh, spun off of that kind of medieval craze. There's been craze. real-time series. There's been Dragon Riders of Pern. Yeah, yeah. So this was before self-aware fantasy was hacked. Yes, this was. <laughs> yeah. This was back when there were still new ideas. And weirdly enough, the ideas still feel new now. Like, yeah, yeah. like that's an interesting take on it. Yeah. Even though, even though it is... Like poking fun at these things is a thing that people have done for a while. Yes, but it's, I don't think anyone uh, still like how this it. book is thirty years old. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody does it even now. Like Terry Pratchett does it. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. 
Um, I'm looking at you, disenchantment. Yeah. Let's put it to mine. It's like it's this nice try, thing. but no thank you. Yeah, yeah. You're doing fine. You're doing, you're doing fine, but it, look, you, you could be doing better, is what we're saying. Like C+. Plus. But um, uh, I got into these, this series of books uh, like around high school, and I got in on one of the worst ones. There is a book that takes place entirely on this world's version of Christmas, which is Hog's Watch huh? Night. Uh, Hog's Watch Night. Uh, and the book is called Hogfather, because that's their name for the I Santa in their universe. Next <laughs> no, I would love that. I, I would love that, because the premise is uh, something happened to Santa, and someone has to take over for him, but the person who takes over for him is death. So it's a skeleton Ooh. wearing a Santa suit with a fake beard. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, Just like does the our skeleton? World. <laughs> <laughs> Just like ours. Does the skeleton have a Jamaican accent? Yeah, no, wait a I'm minute. sorry. Uh, yeah, so uh, death, uh, uh, Terry Pratchett's version of death is uh, very unique, and that's something maybe for another time, but it's very Billy special. Indian. We all agree on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. No on. Jamaican accent. But anyway, <laughs> um, this book's premise was originally uh, Terry Pratchett wanted to write about the nameless, faceless uh, emperor or king guards or the city guards or whoever, when someone yells, guards, guards, come help save me. And they Mm -hmm. come in, they shake their spears at somebody, and they all get killed in five seconds. And he wanted to write a book about those characters, like what their job was like. Biggest idiots on earth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yeah, sort of. Not really. really. No, actually, (laughs) Actually, we're going to walk this back completely wrong. (laughs) <laughs> so they might be the biggest idiots on, on earth, but in a comedy book like this, this mm-hmm. absurd, absurdist kind of thing, mm-hmm. everyone's an idiot. Yes. Almost everyone's an idiot. So this, I think, is the best entry point for the Discworld, even though it's eight books in. Like, I think that this is where things oh, so are... this takes place in all in the same yeah. turtle universe? Yes, all, all, on, all, all in world. that world. And time does advance, but it doesn't really matter where you enter. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. Enter the series. You know, I gotta ask. Where does Tron fit in here? Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking? Uh, p- uh, please redirect uh, your ears to earlier in the segment where we said that this is a no Tron zone. Oh. Disregard Alex's comments. Gotcha. You so, disregard it. Disregard it. Okay. I'm trying so, to move um, on. it's about. The first segment really dragged on. It's about uh, a couple. Of, <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, anyway, it's the about. The, it was huge, honestly. It's about the City Watch. We're just and it? They are know. trying to. Figure out what's going on with uh, this this cult that wants to summon a dragon, uh, and uh, one of them is uh, Carrot, a man who was ra- a human who was raised by dwarfs his whole life. I named that because he looks triangular. Yes, <laughs> right from birth he was yeah. ripped. Never skipped leg. And also he has orange hair. I believe they said. I think it's not. I think they said he didn't have yeah, orange didn't hair. Specifically say he's they, not. They, he didn't say it was not for his hair, which his father has clipped short since he was young. For yeah, I don't think they mentioned the color. I yeah. think they go out of their way to say, "I know what you're thinking." That is <laughs> yeah. Not yes. Yes. Okay. Not yeah. Yes. It's because well, he's he a triangle. Top, but he's carrot because he's of more of a carrot sub. Yeah. More of a Dorito kind of looking motherfucker. Mm. Three. Yeah. 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 Three. Cool. <laughs> uh, now that I know you've been thinking about them every day. So, so uh, uh, yes, uh, carrot is coming to the city of Ankh-Morpork for the first time, uh, and he's like he's. He's only read about it, so he doesn't know how weird this kind of human or, city is. Um, other people who have been there like five bazillion years ago because they're dwarves and they live yeah. forever. Mm. It's like, oh yes, back when back in ancient times, this was how it worked, and yeah. it's like now things are 
civilized, I guess, in quotes. But uh, yeah, the thieves literally kind of run the city because yeah. they're they're a legitimate guild now. Yeah, the thieves um, have a guild, you know. So yeah. you pay the thieves guild, so you don't get thieved. Yep. That's yeah. it. That's so how it works. The just mob, like real life. Sanctioned <laughs> by the um, by the government. The government's just like. Well, thieves are going to happen anyway. Well, so I mean, we, we have those now. Well. It's just called health insurance. Oh, yeah, it's called yes. unions. Um, <laughs> 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 just picture me hitting Alex with a rolling pin and saying that you are my worst co-host. Yeah, me, me and uh, Okay, anyway. Alex. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, see our episode on Sorry to Bother You. Yeah, I like <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, okay, so uh, anyway, I really like this book. I wanted to hear what you guys thought of it. Um, Cam, did you have any time to, to read it? Yeah, I'm about two hours this year. So what do you think of uh, Guards, Guards? I definitely liked it. Uh, the stuff I want to complain about is, like, not that the book is bad. You know uh-huh. what I mean? It's all, like, this is my well, first audiobook. Oh, so it's... Were able there, to figure out how the progress bar works? Yes. Okay. There's actually... Actually, the progress bar was kind of fucked up because... <laughs> We were using Nick's Amazon account to use his Audible account to read, to listen to this book. So yeah. when, um, so it doesn't not tell you, progress bars. no, it has one, but it doesn't tell you how far in you are. It tells you how much you have left. Yes. So that was kind of confusing. So it's an upside down bar. Yes. The bar was wrong. Yes. <laughs> but it was wrong and bad. It was wrong yeah. and bad. But that's the end of progress bar corner, which we should do on every. I every feel video. like yeah. I will never be free of it. It's <laughs> <laughs> only your episode. Like, Guys, there's this thing I want to do. It's a, it's a little weird, but I think you'll enjoy it. Mm, I don't know. Is there a progress bar? How, how will I know when I'm almost done? <laughs> how will I be able to count these seconds until I tell them to do it anymore? Yeah, and I, since it was an audiobook, I had nothing to look at, so I was just looking at the progress bar. Are you really? <laughs> no. Oh, all right. I almost believed you. <laughs> I was trying. I was just looking at the, the yes, I'm an insane man. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so this is my first audiobook, so I know... The guy reading it was good at what he was doing. Like, he was enunciating every word mm-hmm. really well so that, you know, you aren't confused as to what's going on in the story. But mm-hmm. because of that, it sounds like he's reading really slow. Well, I mean, he's you can fix slow. that in Audible. We're going to turn him up to two times speed. Yeah. You could if you really wanted to. 1.25. Yeah, that seems weird. I, I actually had it at 1.25, <laughs> and after a second, I didn't even notice that he was talking any mm-hmm. faster. Yeah, uh, he was speaking really slow. Yeah. But I... My problem with it wasn't that I was like, I wanted him to talk faster. Is it seemed to mess up the pacing of the jokes sometimes, because a lot of the jokes are really like, wordy and mm-hmm. like, um, but when you pause in between each word, it sounds right. like he's like really there's he's really explaining the joke. To One you of the weird things about um uh, the Discworld audiobooks is that a lot uh, Terry Pratchett does a lot of jokes where he'll have a word and there will be a footnote. And uh, um, uh, the audiobooks, it just inserts the footnote right yeah. where the word is. So it'll be, it'll seem like a weird little <laughs> tangent. Uh, yeah, yeah, here's, here's an example. Yeah, um, uh, oh, I yeah, I didn't have a copy of the book. But um, one of my favorite book series growing up actually does a similar thing. And I feel like it was very inspired by um, Terry Pratchett's books, mm. which is a series of unfortunate events. Um, just because of the narration style and listening to this I kind of I started that. realizing that because it's kind of a absurdist dark comedy thing that they do um, and in fact uh, within the first page uh, it goes or the first couple pages um, the three Baudelaire children lived with their parents in an enormous mansion at the heart of a dirty and busy city and occasionally their parents gave them permission to take a rickety trolley and this is for kids, so 
The word rickety, you probably know here, means unsteady or likely to collapse. And um, that one's not that absurd, but it starts like... explaining more and more and more words that are like uh, sarcastic words or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like every comedy book plays with the footnotes at one point. Yeah. Like, it's like the one thing you can do. Yeah, everyone is like... Because it is funny. It's, it's funny to do that. Like, we were just... Yeah. We just saw John Hodgman live, and in yeah. his book, I think it's Vacation Land. He has, you know, like it's a classic bit of you do a footnote that ends up being long, like half a, a yeah. fucking yep. chapter is the footnote, and then you end the sentence, yeah. and then the chapter actually ends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that you kind of lose a bit of that in mm -hmm. the audiobook. But um, he does all the voices and stuff, which is where do you oh, guys yeah. stand and on? He's, he's okay at voices. I'm... There are some that I like a lot, and others that I, I don't. There's read some that because are I annoying. because I had read the because I have read these books before I listened to uh, audiobooks of any of them, or uh, like I really like his voice for death. I think that that's great because mm -hmm. death in the book speaks in all caps and has a different font. And I think that the way he chooses to illustrate that with his own voice is very good. It's like mm -hmm. a, a very purposeful, deep voice. And then, of course, like all the characters, like, you know, Corporal Nobs or Nobby. Like, he has yeah. such a great little, like, yeah. sniveling worm voice. Yeah. I, the, I didn't like when he was doing the drunk guy. I found that. Oh, yeah. I didn't like that either. Because it's really slurry. And, like, yeah. It's, it's a good voice, but it's, it's tough to listen to. Yeah. He does a good, like, uh, stupid, pompous voice uh, mm -hmm. for that one guy. Or whoever's in charge of the secret society. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Uh, Brother... Yeah. Brother Watchtower? I, I, I like that Yeah, guy. one of them is Brother Watchtower, which is dumb. Well, it's, <laughs> if you listen, I was trying not to give it away, but all their brother names are the things that they do for their job. Yeah. So Brother That's Watchtower her. works at the Watchtower in the university. Yeah. Which is sort of a spoiler, I guess. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but the book itself I liked. I think the dialogue was really smartly done. It's what clicked my favorite. I, maybe it's just because I've listened to a bunch of Futurama lately and been mm -hmm. watching a lot of Futurama. I really like the wordy jokes mm -hmm. and like, you know, I can't think of any of them right now, but um, I like that style of humor. And I know that guy. Well that guy's me. Yeah. Or like the, the <laughs> yeah. metaphor of uh, Captain Vimes trying to say the city is a woman and then somebody's talking to him and the, the, the metaphor just breaks down completely. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just yeah, like yeah. a woman, it chews you up and spits you out. It's like, are you? Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, a woman is like a refrigerator. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's a simple uh, The way he does the um, Captain Vimes' uh, drunk voice is very good. Mm. Um, like, I can barely understand him, and he sounds very drunk. Which seems correct. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's correct. how it should be. Like, um, uh, they, they constantly do the joke of, he arrested the thieves, and that's bad. And, like, yeah. they do that. He, he arrested the yeah. thieves' guild. For what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it, that, that was one of the funniest funniest moments, I think, from what I've managed to get to in the book. I, yeah. I love the idea that they're like, well, what did he do wrong? Yeah, yeah. What, did, what did Carrot do wrong? It's like, well, he arrested oh, God, the Thieves' yeah, Guild. So or um, or when, when he joins the Night Watch, mm -hmm. and uh, he's like, I'm Jordan the White... The, the White Wash. Um, <laughs> uh, the, I hope it sounds canceled. Yeah, uh, the Night Watch. And everyone's like, what'd you do? And what'd he's like, do? nothing, I'm a volunteer. I'm and they're like, yeah, oh, God. Yeah. Or how he's staying at a brothel, but he doesn't know that because it doesn't say brothel on the sign. Yeah. yeah. It's like... And he's just totally oblivious to like any sexual innuendo. Yeah. Um, they're like, you're staying at Mrs. Palms. And he's like, and they're like, well, how often? He's like, oh, I sleep there every night. Yeah. And, and they're like, oh. Like, they just think that he's fucking all the time. Yeah. But yeah. he's like... No. Yeah, there's a great exchange um, 
that, that the one I think it's the one you're talking yeah. about, but um, where he says that uh, he joined the watch to um, make a man out of himself, <laughs> yeah. and then he says that he sleeps at the brothel every night, and then the guy's like, "Man, I don't want to see a man from where you're from." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's also wearing like a big cod piece or something yeah. like yeah. that. Protective. Um, the and, protective. Yes. Yeah, and so the same guy is like, "Well, uh, it's I, no wonder like, they made you wear that." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's the, his dick's not locked in here with you. Because <laughs> um, Carrot's very innocent. He has no yeah. idea what anyone's talking about when they're talking about the prostitutes or the brother or anything or yeah, making a man out of someone. Like, I don't understand energy. why yeah. my girlfriend keeps getting in trouble for hanging around me. Yeah. And the answer is because she's three feet tall and he's six feet tall. But she's <laughs> 60, so she's fucking um, a minor. Yeah. In, in a way. I guess maybe that's the problem. Know. He used to be a minor, though. He was a dwarf. <laughs> they're all, all minors when, when they're dwarves. <laughs> yes, um, so. but yeah, I think uh, touching on the oh, why did you join the Night Watch, um, or why do you have to be here? And he's yeah. like, I volunteered. I think because they do that so often. Like, I get that that's the joke that it's repetitive. But uh-huh. In a book, I could have like kind of skimmed over it, or but mm-hmm. having to listen to them explain it over and over and over again, I think mm-hmm. loses a bit of the joke. Mm-hmm. All my complaints are just about audiobooks. They're not about that. <laughs> like, I thought it was funny. And I think that's also it. kind of a British humor thing, is they think repetition is very funny. Mm-hmm. I, I find that a lot yeah. in, in Monty Python. You've seen my quizzes. All I do is the same joke eight <laughs> oh, yeah, times. Okay. I did. Um, when they do the, uh, at the very beginning, like the first comedic bit they open with of the guy going to the secret society... Uh, and he, ha- he gets halfway through the oath when he finds out it's the wrong one and he has to yeah. walk next door. Yeah. And it's like, look, I don't want to do the thing again. It's pissing rain out here. Can you just let me in? Yeah. It's like, mm, I don't know. Did you say the right word? Is it massive whale? Or <laughs> yeah. I said gigantic whale. It's yeah. like, nope, I said massive. And it's I like, it does functionally, it doesn't matter at all. Like, if we, um, I don't want to, maybe you can. And I like how uh, the first one he goes to like has so many lines the same as the place. Yeah. It's like five of the same passwords. Yeah. Oh, the caged whale. You want the elucidated brethren of the Ebonite. Three doors down. Who are you? We're the illuminated and ancient brethren of E. I thought you met over in Treacle Street, said the damp man after a while. Yeah, well, you know how it is. (laughs) (laughs) Just all the the stupid secret password stuff I loved. I thought all the little terms to get... Because that's... Whenever you hear, like, oh, do you know the code? And you have to say the code. You're like... (laughs) Well, if they know even a bit of the code, you know they're supposed to be there. You don't need to do this <laughs> yeah. for five minutes to get in there. Yeah. Yeah. And then halfway into the oath, somebody's like, uh, actually, I'm supposed to be at the other seat. Like, yeah. that's, that's why I kept making that stupid joke is, did you say illuminated instead of elucidated? It's, it's just a great uh, wordplay joke of someone misunderstanding someone. Yeah. Very I, I think the Secret Society stuff was my favorite yeah. Um, yeah. It's, portions. It's very, uh, like... It, it reminds me a lot of uh, some D&D campaigns where it's like, oh, well, uh, who's the enemy for this? we got to have a cult. Well, what's the cult want to do? They want to summon a dragon. Mm-hmm. And just like going through the extremely boring minutia of oh, like, yeah. we have to gather magical yeah. items to, to yeah. use up. It's like, well, we're not wizards. We don't do magic. It's wizards the, are... I like, the, <laughs> I, I like that they, uh, they concluded that um, the reason that the wizards don't let anyone else do magic is because it's very easy and they want to <laughs> yeah. look better than everyone. Yeah. <laughs> wizards want to look down on everyone so they don't want everyone at all actually is what they've concluded yeah you don't want to teach someone how to do something that only you could do before and they're like oh this is easy (laughs) that's not something you want to use yeah but i also like that they uh 
that he's um, the leader of the secret society is like, oh, I gathered these guys together not because they're the, the smartest or most talented or most evil or whatever. I got them together because they're full of spite. And so I can talk them into doing whatever yeah, yeah. because they're, they just... They're easily... Well, I like that yeah. he's outright, like... I, I don't know if it's if it's like tech, uh, something he's saying or something he's thinking, but he's always like, I cannot wait to ditch these fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the beginning of the book, you got a solid like uh, thirty minutes of oaf jokes. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> people who are dumb. Classic, classic yes, oaf jokes. Big oaf energy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, practice. I think does that a lot. Everyone's kind of a little bit dumb. In, yeah, in, um, in some of my favorite ones of these books. He's got a lot of. He's got series that follow different characters in the disc world mm-hmm. one of my favorite is the industrial Revo- revolution series which is where a different piece of technology is introduced to the disc world in a way and so like it starts with uh moving pictures where somebody uses like magic to get like uh move like movie houses going mm. and it's just like everything completely falling apart because nobody knows how to make money off of it and uh they introduce the they introduce popcorn, but they come up with the worst name for it ever. It's it's banged grains. Oh, <laughs> it's, like, a, it's like they they go through the whole thing of like setting up like oh well it's it's kernels and we and we you know heat them up so that they uh, get nice and fluffy and we put like a little flavor on them spice and all that. It's mm-hmm. like well what are you going to call it? Banged grains. Perfect. <laughs> put it in. Put it in. Yeah. 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 I I like it when. Uh, like modern things show up in, in mm-hmm. here, even if it's like a like something works in a modern way. But there was a guy stealing a neon sign at yeah. one point in this. Well, for its magical power. That's yeah. I mean, it's it magic, but he was still like talking about it as if it was like a neon sign that yeah. was blinking out in the yeah. real world. Yeah, I like that kind of like they go because it's a very technical book. They go out of their way to explain a lot of stuff, like how <laughs> the magic works and stuff. And yeah, I like that they're just like, and they made a neon sign. Like, it's okay to sometimes <laughs> just be like... Yeah, okay. sometimes it's funnier if there's no explanation. Yeah. yeah. Or they'll explain, like, mundane things mm-hmm. um, or metaphors. Like, like how the, uh, like, they go really deep into, like, oh, the Secret Society's Oath has three words that the uh, guy who wrote it doesn't know the definition of. Mm-hmm. And it just goes into them, like, one of them is a game of skill involving turtles. It's like, all right, well, you, you don't know what this is. It's like, this is important, but... Doesn't matter. Um, no, I think my favorite was at the very beginning where it talks about libraries and um, oh, yeah. how people assume that magical books or magical libraries distort space around them. But it's really just that when you have any large group of books together, they just distort space. Inside. Yeah, so it doesn't need to be a magical. I, library. Yeah, I like the I like the equation it does in there, which is. Uh, uh, Books equal knowledge, knowledge equals power, power equals energy, and energy times mass is like, yeah. <laughs> just energy times mass distorts space, which means that the amount of knowledge contained in a library is enough to, is as dense as a black hole, which comes back uh, way later in the book with something the libra- librarian does that's very, oh, yeah, the librarian's very good. Uh, the librarian gets turned into an orangutan in like yeah. page five of book one, and he, I swear to God, he's uh-huh. in every book. Like, I, that's great. Yeah, it's, um, he's magical. There was a whole, I, I don't I don't know if it was after um, you might have gotten to Cam, but um, there's this whole section where um, one character does charades with the monkey, <laughs> yeah. um, with the orangutan. Oh, so that one's so good! Out, uh, like all the words he's trying to say. Yeah, so, worse so, than murder. Yeah, so they're like narrating. Oh, he holds up one, you know, one finger. Okay, short word. Like they're talking through the whole yeah, charade. Yeah. One word, That's short fun. word. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sounds like. Sounds like. <laughs> T. Uh, T. This is the seventh book. Uh, yeah, I think it might be the eighth actually. Um. 
Uh, oh yeah, eight. Yeah. Yeah, he he wrote tons of these, like mm-hmm. dozens. Uh, um, I'd say that the first one that's like really like where he's really found his footing is the fourth one, Mort, which I almost considered for this thing, but I think Guards Guards is, is a yeah. better starting point it's personally. Good, uh, good premise. I wanted yeah. to talk more about the library. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say I'm kind of a sucker for weird magical libraries. Oh um, yeah. My favorite book series ever, uh, the Old Kingdom series, has um, a library in it. And when you're a librarian in that library, you don't just keep books. You also keep monsters and other random shit. And you're kind of like a badass guard kind of person. It's like actually really cool. And there's like all sorts of weird shit in that library. Kind of like the one in this one. Um, Maybe it's because we've been... I watched a video on Dark Souls, and we've been talking about Dark Souls mm-hmm. a lot. I couldn't stop thinking about that library in Dark Souls. The Duke's Archives? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's yeah. all I was awesome. thinking about during this so, so good, so good. Very cool. A lot of moving staircases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, did you have a favorite character from this book, Cam, so far? I mean, uh, you get introduced to Kara, you get introduced to Vimes. Uh, I think you get a little bit of the patrician and the librarian and yeah, those people. Yeah, I don't really have a favorite character, but um, I really liked the scene, like, just to speak of how good he is at writing. is It's a funny book doing a lot of literary jokes or wordy jokes but the scene where the the patrician is like chewing out the head of the thieves guild <laughs> yeah it's so good it's so well written it really makes you it like it's a very relatable feeling of like you go to complain about something and they turn and, it around and make it your fault <laughs> yeah and you're just like and he's like he's, feels like he wants like, like he yeah, did he's what like, he came there to do but he's yeah. like He's like, so uh, you're like as that. you're as thick as well. You you get the picture. Like yeah. like you were a thief, right? So the guy came into the thieves guild and arrested your leader, and you didn't what do Nobody anything did. about it? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just it's really good, really well written. Like talking to your boss about yeah. something. Yeah, very well observed. You get like like just insulted the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's just really well done, and the yeah. voices he's doing in that scene. Mm-hmm. It's funny, and it's also good if like when you see your boss talk to his boss because mm-hmm. he's the yeah. head of the thieves guild, talking to the patrician. Really. Yeah, that was a really good part. Maybe mm-hmm. my favorite. Uh, the patrician is still being kind of figured out a little bit in this book, but they they really set him up as the kind of guy who has like a thousand plans for everything, mm-hmm. and the reason that he he the people try to assassinate or depose him all the time to like become the ruler of Ankh Morpork. But it's oh, just also Ankh Morpork is the best name <laughs> yeah. for any town ever. Yeah. I love hearing him say it every time. Ankh Morpork. It's actually Morpork. two cities. Yeah, it's right? fu- oh, it like really? fused what them into the, what was the currency? They're like Ankhs or something? Uh yes, I, I believe it was it's like Ankh dollars or some bullshit. Yeah, I was gonna say don't they say dollars? Yeah, they're, they are Ankh dollars. It's because Ankh or Ankh dollars. Yeah, it's because they were two cities and then they combined. They were two big merchant That's cities great. connected by a river. And then uh, over time, the river became so polluted that it's basically a solid. Oh. And, yeah. <laughs> That's a little too early. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's it's another I'm, – I'm really happy you enjoyed it, Cam, because yeah, a lot yeah. of these uh, fun little uh, scenes – one of the later watch books has something that I know I've brought up to you because I thought it was such a, such a funny idea. And it's hard to, like, explain a joke in this because it's, like, funny reading it, but it's, you don't have to do the timing right, I guess. It's like, yeah. ah, this this is a funny concept, so let me work my way around this to your brain. Like, uh, the watch is investigating a crime of put-pocketing, which is, oh, yeah. is where, <laughs> yeah, where you, place, where you uh, place something in someone's pocket instead of taking anything away. And, it's, and they're like, <laughs> we rarely ever get any reports of put-pocketing because usually people don't complain about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's it's happening all over the city. Like it's 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 just a funny like example. Yeah, my my final thought is I think I would enjoy this more if I read it, but listening to it was easier. So it's a bit of a trade off of yeah what you want to do. Yeah, I find yeah. that listening to audiobooks, I kind of lose track of some things like names a lot easier. Yeah. But it's like I can pay attention more if I'm uh, listening to it. Because I can do something else with my eyes. I don't know. I, I, my attention span is terrible. I was the opposite. Where I, like, I didn't want to listen to it on my way home from work because I knew my mind would just wander as his nice voice was <laughs> nice yeah. to listen to. So I nice had to listen, nice to, to listen to when, it was, um, when I was able to pay attention to it. Yeah. When you're reading a book, you don't really get distracted and turn five pages. But in an audiobook, <laughs> yeah. that does happen. No, I, I do that like... I'll get distracted. I'll be like, oh, and I guess I'll read to the rest of the, the end of this chapter. And then I'll like flip, flip, flip until I find the end of the chapter. Mm-hmm. And then as I go along, I'll keep flipping back yeah. to the or end of the you, chapter. You check your progress bar. Yeah, I check You all love that little I don't know. I have, a, I have a lot of trouble... Uh, paying attention to things in big chunks. And for some reason, yeah. books are not that. Like, books are something I can, like... It's... It, like, moves my attention away from everything else. Yeah, I, I have a bit that I'm, I would like to quote. So yes, uh, yeah, Alex, uh, I'm going to put you up next because you have that bit yes. selected already. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. <coughs> oh, boy. Anyway, hello. Uh, <laughs> so what did you think of Guards, Guards? Uh, this is good. Um, I also did the audiobook, um, and I listened to about half of it. Um, mm-hmm. It's a 10-hour audiobook, so I got about uh, four hour, four and a half hours through. Um, which was good. I kind of wanted to, you know, get further into it just to see, um, you know, if they had, you know, any more new characters or kind of oh, see where yeah, the story some, was going to go. There's some really great stuff towards the end of this book. I feel like, um, I think this is a comparison that you and Cam will enjoy that, uh, Discworld books are a lot like Seinfeld episodes in that mm-hmm. there's always three or four things happening. And then by the end of those end of the book, the three or four things happening is all the same thing. Yeah, and enjoying, it seems like these two plots are going to collide mm-hmm. big time. I was enjoying following the story of nothing happening though. Like it's like mm-hmm. when we talk about like Goodfellas and like, well, what was the plot? And it's like, no, it's just a bunch of stuff that happened. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, like carrot connected scenes that you like. Yeah, carrot is sort of the main character of this book in a way but in the mm-hmm. end of this book it really doesn't matter that he was there yeah but it's i would never remove him because he's so much fun yeah. and he's a great character to have around he adds so much character to all of these different scenes i would never take him out but if you did take him out the central plot of the story would not change mm-hmm. so are you saying he's kind of a red herring for something that the elucidated he sort of yeah, well no sure. but like um i this is a sort of a spoiler but it's not really a plot point mm-hmm. um so they they keep talking about how what a one true king would look like yeah, yeah. and carrot has all of those things <laughs> right. every I, single I one of those he was gonna bumble his way into becoming king okay yeah but, yeah, yeah it um, does that does not happen okay. but uh they, and they don't bring it up yeah they just it's one of those things where they let you figure out the joke yourself yeah. like you get they get a bunch of scenes of citizens and people in this brethren talking about how if we had a king well he'd do this and this and this and carrot does all those things but he's just yeah. like he would arrest the leader of the thieves guild <laughs> yeah. he would arrest the leader of the thieves guild he'd come from a humble job like a farmer or a miner yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he'd have a special sword which he has a sword that is extremely special because of how not special it's it is most boring I love that it's like yeah, when they're describing his like, sword 
You know, most swords have some magic in them, but this one doesn't have. You'd think That's that this weird. sword would be really important. It's remarkable in the fact that it's not good. Yeah. It is a sharpened piece of metal with no magic and no jewels and no nothing. Incredibly boring. Um, so yeah, I had fun with this. Um, I was surprised that I was because I'm not usually a fantasy guy. Oh yeah, um, either way. I don't usually. Uh, I, I don't usually go for this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I was. My expectations were not. Not, not very high, if I'm going to be <laughs> honest. Um, just because of, you know, my biases against this kind of thing. But I didn't realize how, like, that this was more of a comedy book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was really good. Like, it, yeah. it, the, the jokes really landed for me. So I was able to uh, get into it through that, I think. Um, so I have just a little bit from... Uh, Page 137, I don't know if, uh, how far you guys got. but it's almost, almost halfway. That's a, about yeah. how far I got-ish. Um, yeah, so this is just one of my favorite little bits, so I just wanted to uh, yeah, <laughs> wanted yeah. to shout it out. So they at this point, the, they're at people, the people have seen a dragon, and there's a reward for the dragon. So people are coming out in droves to, uh, to try and fight the dragon, and even more people are coming out to sell things to the people that are going to fight the dragon. <laughs> Um, Always someone looking to make a dollar, not yes. the rough work. Um, and so uh, we get introduced to this character uh, whose name is uh, Cut Me Own Throat Dibbler. Oh, <laughs> this is the first book with him as a major character, and I think he, he's another one who comes back in every book after this. Wow. Um, and he is a he is a, a sketchy merchant kind of fellow who will uh, he will convince you 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 have a great deal. Um, <laughs> So the first thing he pitches is uh, anti-dragon cream. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's a personal guarantee. Um, if you're incinerated, you get your money back. No quibble. <laughs> so, that's, that's and, of true. course, uh, Vimus, like, goes back over it with him. So so what you're saying is, <laughs> is. if I'm incinerated, I get my money back <laughs> upon personal application. <laughs> um and there's a lot of fun, really stupid... His dragon stuff. detecting stick is a piece of metal with a piece of wood on the end. And it detected the dragon by, if the stick had burned away, then you knew, then you were near the dragon. And, he's, <laughs> and the book describes it as, it is extremely efficient and yet completely useless. <laughs> <laughs> you will know. Yep. Um, and anytime he's giving him a deal, he's saying, oh, I'm really cutting my own throat. Cut me own throat. Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, that was really good. And then uh, there's one bit later that where all of the... Uh, people who are coming to claim the dragon bounty are complaining that it's uh, it's not a good deal because mm-hmm. the guy offers fifty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars, and they're like, "Well, that's a little low." Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and because, because the tradition says that if you slay a dragon, you get the uh, king's daughter's half, hand in marriage and, and half the, the kingdom, yeah, and half the kingdom. <laughs> but he's only yeah, he's he's like, I don't have a daughter. I'm not married. <laughs> I'm not the king. Yeah, how about fifty thousand dollars? And everyone's like, oh, I don't know. So yeah, there's this extended thing where the a guy is like, you know, that's not that's not great. You should have a daughter if you're gonna do this. <laughs> Yeah, pedantics and details. Are very, yeah. yeah, it's like, well, that's what you did. You don't have a daughter. Um, very fun. I, yeah. I don't know. I uh, was really able to sink my teeth into this, mm-hmm. which is fun. Um, uh, you think you'll finish it? I don't know. I might. I mean, I've still got the audiobook downloaded. Yeah, go ahead. Might as well be at work for you, right? Yeah. Bang that out for it's a. Uh, yeah, it's. I. I think you'd really like the way that this book shakes out in the end. I think mm-hmm. that the. 
uh, there are a lot of the the climaxes of these Discworld books come together in really interesting ways, and this one is one of the one of my favorite. It's like yeah. you think you, it's one of those things where you sit think you can see the ending coming because mm-hmm. they're they're building so much up to it. Like how you're like, oh well, Carrot's definitely going to be the king at the end of the book or I whatever. I'm really disappointed if like he slays the dragon at the end and everyone loves him. Yeah, exactly. They're they're not going to do that. They, they, yeah, they have to undercut that somehow. Yeah. Um, but in a way where you still feel satisfied at the end. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like yeah. they give you uh, – Terry Pratchett has a way of giving you what you wanted without telling you that's what, what was, was yeah, what yes. you wanted. Um, one more thing that just came to mind. I, I We briefly mentioned it um, way back in the beginning of the show. But I really like – they do a brief bit on uh, how impractical and stupid the internal anatomy of dragons is. Oh, yeah. I love that. Because I was going to bring that up they later. They have but... some sort of strange stomach that makes gas gasoline so they can light it on fire to <laughs> yeah. breathe yeah. fire. Because uh, the, the dragon that shows up in this book, everyone's like – well, I mean, dragons do exist, but they don't look like that. That's like a real dragon. Like, that's a really big, crazy dragon. Yeah, and, got, like, and it shouldn't be able to fly. It's too big. And it and it can't just breathe fire like that. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And they're, they're saying all these things of that, like, nerds say about dragons. Like, yeah. it would never be able to... Uh, it's very well observed. Yeah. It would never be able to fly. Uh, why does it have scales? Why can it breathe fire? Why can it do all these things? What does it eat? Like, all this stuff. They're saying that about the dragon that is right in front of them. Yeah. And the but that's because the dragons that they're used to are swamp dragons, which don't grow to be bigger than dogs. They're 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 small. They're, they're shitty little things <laughs> that always have a stomach ache. And and they yeah. if they are like sloshed around the wrong way, they explode because yeah, they're basically explode. just that's they're, right. That's, <laughs> that's such a great detail. They're basically just leather sacks filled with chemicals that that, <laughs> that breathe fire at each other. And uh uh, you meet a dragon breeder who's like a, a rich woman who just breeds yep. them for pedigree, mm-hmm. and she's she's a wonderful character, Sybil Ramkin, and yeah. then she's like that's around um, where I where I stopped listening. Yeah, she's she's fun, and so when Vimes goes to her and is like, okay. Here's what I know about this dragon that's in the city. Can you help me figure it out? And she's like, well, I mean, dragons really only grow to be like three feet tall. And yeah. uh, and they usually, uh, during the mating season, if they, males get too aggressive, they explode. <laughs> and uh, he's learning all these things about dragons. He's like, so wait, dragons completely suck? And yeah. what, what, how, do you explain, how do you explain that yeah. one? And she's like, well, that shouldn't be able to fly. Uh, it's too heavy. And like, <laughs> it's all this stuff. Like, like, poking holes. <laughs> but like, it's there. Yeah. Like, they're... they're Poking the logical holes into something that they are looking at that is yeah, the yeah. problem. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, very fun. Uh, I'm glad you recommended this. Oh, Enjoy good. It. I'm really happy. I was worried that this was going to be a little bit too far outside our wheelhouse. Read the other 18 books. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'd move on to another one of these. Uh, but hey, I'll, you know what? I'll I'll bring it back in 11 months around Christmas time. I'll be like, hey guys, check out Hogfather. It's good. Death Santa. Death Santa. It's good. Um, uh, Seb, what did you think of Guards Guards? Um, so far, I like it a lot. Um, I have tried Pratchett's stuff before, but I think I started on one of the early ones where he didn't quite know what he was doing. Yeah, yet. Color of Magic and Light Fantastic are fine, but he doesn't have the the, yeah, the, have the voice like, of the story down yet. Yeah, Light Fantastic um, was the one I started on because uh, Color of Magic was not on Audible. Um, mm. Boo, Audible, you <laughs> suck. <laughs> Uh, could have sponsored us. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. Doing for you. <laughs> we wouldn't be saying this if you sponsored us, yeah, dude. I'd lie. Well, we, we failed our application. Uh, no, they just never sent anything back. They they ghosted me like Spotify did. Uh, I mean, maybe they just are going to get back to me late because I yeah. sent it to them like a week and a half ago or something. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was like an automated process, to be honest. 
considering they sponsor so many people. No, that's just... Uh, no, they just have one person to do it, and he is yep. swamped. They have one person in a sweatshop. <laughs> one person in a sweatshop, and he is dying. Um, He's like, how many podcasts could there possibly be? <laughs> Too many. Yeah, but um, what I had listened to of, like, Fantastic was just, like... Of course, it's, like, a bunch of different things happening at once, uh, but it didn't have quite the same sarcastic voice. Um, it was still sarcastic, but... It wasn't quite the same. Anyway, this one I love um, because I mean I like absurdist humor. I like that kind of uh, playing with genres, and I am a fantasy fan. So mm -hmm. you know, seeing all of these things um, poked fun at, like, like the city cards and the yeah. and the, the dragons and the thieves guild yeah, and all I, that I, stuff. I'm astonished that I didn't think that was hack. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, me too. It's a really really a testament to the the quality of writing and the yeah. amount of wit. Uh, I, like we were shitting on disenchantment earlier this is not an easy thing to do and make it be original you know yeah. and disenchantment is fine yeah, disenchantment is fine. fine but when it tries to do these kinds of jokes it usually falls flat yeah yeah um because i don't know i, I feel like a lot of things don't have the same voice to them the same like i don't know i keep using the word sarcastic mm -hmm. not it's necessarily clever. it's clever it's wordy it's you know it doesn't like necessarily call attention to things uh the same way that other parody things do i don't mm -hmm. think um though it, it is kind of like he wrote the tv tropes wiki yeah <laughs> um, i think it's more that the people who made that thing uh yeah. have read too many of these books and didn't get the point of them <laughs> <laughs> um, the point is that not things don't need to be categorized uh down to every atom yeah. you know put everything in its place and then blow yeah. it all up no, <laughs> He takes so many drama, things so. from the TV trip. Well, he doesn't because that didn't exist. But uh, so many of the things in here are him obviously pointing out, you know, like you have to get half the kingdom for if you uh, slay the dragon. Yeah, you well, gotta get this. Come, we think we've so, talked well, about this before, deal. where we were like, oh, that's is something else we did the podcast on. And we were like, that's hack, but they did it first, so it wasn't. Yeah, they did it like. Yet. Yeah, yeah, this this, this was written it, so. in 89 before anything that we like has happened yet. Like <laughs> yeah. before content. <laughs> but I think I also especially like it because I realized how similar the writing style is, but you know, a little bit more adult. They have a lot of, you know, innuendos and adult jokes in here. Um, and not, not just adult jokes because there's like a dick involved, but adult jokes because they're about something boring, which oh, I find sure very, yes. which yeah. I am very, very amused by. So it's true. <laughs> um, but one of my favorite series growing up, as I said before, a series of unfortunate events, um, kind of has the same sort of tone where everyone is kind of stupid except for the, um, the main three kids. Um, and it's always kind of, you know... Sarcastic cynical and sarcastic about it and it does have you know a lot of poking at tropes not quite as much as um, this and it's not a fantasy book it's a dark humor book like a you know kind of a tragic comedy mm -hmm. um but I think it pulls a lot from the I, tone Terry Pratchett takes. I, I'm going to expose myself because I read all of those, but I, they did just come off to me as misery porn. Like, I feel like it's I... It's a little bit of that. It is a little... I mean, the first book, which I have right here, uh, starts out as... Um, if you are interested in stories with happy endings, you would be better off reading yeah, some I, other book. Good way to good way to hook in a kid, but I just feel like I don't know. There's something about those books that rubs me the wrong way. Uh, what about it, the movies? Do you like those? Surprise! Uh, this was uh, written ten years <laughs> after. It's fine. I don't uh, remember if they were bad, honestly. Um, 
In this book, not only is there no happy ending, there is no happy beginning, and very few happy things in the middle. This is because not very many happy things happen, blah, 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 and it just Except for all those people they like killed. That. They loved it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, actually, it does have a somewhat happy ending, so he lied there. Um, anyway. He's a fucking yeah. liar. Yeah, fuck you, Lemony Snicket. You're yeah. not even a real person. Yeah, damn <laughs> um, Make up a worse name. Daniel Handler. Um, no wonder she's like, yeah, yeah. 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 I hope he didn't get me too. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I, I think that gave me my taste for like, I like Kimmy Schmidt and I like some of the things you've recommended, Cam, because they're very absurdist. Um, you know Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah, Kimmy yeah, Schmidt. Yeah. Too. yeah. Um, we did Comedy Bang Bang. Ooh, we did. Best. I keep thinking that we did Detroiters, but we didn't. We never did. Did we? we didn't, I kept but I saying you, we were going to do it. You suggested it, did. and I think I might have watched like oh, a okay. clip of it at one point. That's some good stuff. Um, yeah, I got to finish that at some point. Yeah. Uh, and we did um, uh, Sorry to Bother You. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. Like, I, I liked all that kind of thing. I like that kind of thing. I was thinking about the gag in Sorry to Bother You where he reaches around to like pull the wipers himself. On his shitty car, yeah. Or he's like, they're attached to a rope, and like, oh, yeah. I, I was thinking about that like yesterday because I had to get my wipers replaced, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna have to do the sorry to bother I mean, shit. Then, I don't, then you don't have to uh, pay for it. Mm-hmm. It's a good um, movie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, so far, I mean, everyone else has said like what I think about this. Also, you've been able to chime too. in, but do you have any favorite characters? Did you? Um, was there anything that stuck out to you? I think my favorite character so far might be. Uh, Captain Vimes mm. because he's he's just kind of like this down on his luck miserable asshole who's just drunk all the time but he had aspirations yeah. um, and he's, he's kind of do something he was gonna yeah. be someone this does seem like a lot of uh, Terry Pratchett roasting people he went to high school with or something like or like middle management I mean, he, he, he's roasting everybody stuff. yeah that's I mean that's when you read a comedy like this that's what you're taking inspiration mm. like he's talking about the guy with yeah, the, the weird, dumb bureaucracy and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's like, yeah. this guy will never be, reach Admiral, oh, yeah. but he'll yep. always be yeah. the best corporal. And that's <laughs> yeah. what he likes to be. Yeah. And, he and he's, he he's had this many years of happy marriage because he his oh, wife works that. in the morning. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and they communicate only with notes. And um, what was it? He he has three, uh, three happy children. Happy which adult children, which he can only assume happened through um, vigorous very note persuasive writing. notes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, um, but, uh, so very I, nice I, I think I, I don't know. Uh, you've read a lot of fantasy fiction in general, yes. right? Okay. Right, how was how is this coming? Where's the stack from... up against Aragon? Well, I was gonna say like fantasy fiction has a has a tendency to overexplain their world, and I feel yeah. like Discworld does that in a very interesting way, where they're like, oh, we're gonna overexplain it, but also but like we know we're also yeah, yeah, and and like. <laughs> We're, the explanation is a joke, but we're not going to go back on it. We're going to stick with it the whole time. I think I like that. I, I like that. Um, cause yeah, I, they made a joke about it. It's canon now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I sit down and I think about, like, how did he come up with the Discworld? He was just like, like, I feel like he was just kind of, like, pulling it out of his ass. And he's just like, I guess that's just that's what it, it is it, now. Yeah, and, and like, I, I kind of love that. It's kind of improv right? Yeah. You can yeah. stick with it if you make a dumb joke about movie. it. Mm. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, what was the question? 
Oh, well, I don't know. Just in coming at this from... Yeah, because I don't read fantasy at all, and this was still an interesting thing. Uh, When they talk about, like, the way the the swamp dragon's stomachs are, I don't know if you ever got to that that part. I think she did talk about that. I think she... Actually, I think she might be my favorite character so far. Yeah, she's she's fun. Uh, she's like, oh goodness, no, a dragon could never do that. It, yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, uh, here we're gonna go into the dragon like coop, like a chicken coop. Yeah. It's like yeah. you need to wear this like oh. welding apron, and then it's like, I love oh. how she explained the like, uh, they're a this thing until they're this old and they're a male. <laughs> And then there. Oh, hold on! I'm gonna, I'm gonna find that because all the terms are yeah. so like They're ridiculously so made up, and like a group unnecessary. Group of swamp dragons is called an embarrassment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's it's so good. It's just making fun of like stupid English. Yeah, with all the weird about, like, scholarly classification shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, like a good. female sheep is called a ewe, or like um, you got a foal for a horse. If it's like a slightly grown male, it's a colt. And then you've got your stallion. And then if it's neutered, it's something else. And More fun from categorizing. Which mm-hmm. is yeah. Funny. yeah. Nerds love it. Being, yep. Being pedantic yeah. and labeling things. Yeah. But it's funny. Um, no, I thought that was really good. Uh, so most of the fantasy stuff I've read is more serious. Yeah, Ma- maybe not like in between these two, you know, like yeah. this one's solely a comedy book pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've read some that are just kind of like a like a fun thing. Yeah. Um like uh Keys to the Kingdom is not the same kind of fantasy of, as this. It's kind of like a surrealist fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of weird. And I I read a lot of uh most of the fantasy I read is kind of young adult fantasy. Um but Keys to the Kingdom this kid has to go into the house that runs the world. It's like one of those, it's kind of like the oldest house where it moves all the goddamn time and nobody knows where it goes. Um, and uh, there's like all this weird shit going on inside. You find um, that I'm trying to find it right here. Just, like, just control F, it's a book. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that one's kind of, kind of fun and it's got some like kind of weird shit going on. Um, the more serious stuff I've read, I think, is my favorite. Because old, the Old Kingdom books are more serious. They're not, like, grimdark or mm-hmm. anything. Um, though they do have a lot of, like... A lot of the magic is linked to death and how it works in that world. Um, and the author of both these series, I'm talking about Garth Nix, um, is a really great world builder. Mm. And it seems like he put a lot of thought into how things go. But he doesn't overly explain it by going you know, off on a tangent, it just kind of, like, comes up as, as you go through. One of the uh, uh, skills of this, or benefits of this book is that they're like, look, you know what a fantasy town looks like. Then yeah. They don't have to explain any of it at all. Like, they're like, oh, there's a thieves' guild. Yeah, and, here's the things that make it yes. weird and different. Lanterns and yeah. Right, you and know ex- what explaining about, what the Assassin's know. Guild, like, like yeah. the Assassin's Guild, like, oh, well, everyone knows they're there. You could just walk in, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got a lobby. It's yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> yeah, this book will explain to you, but it's like, well obviously yeah. like that rather than like well let me tell you about this yeah um, but i mean they benefit from using a really generic um starting place like that yeah. they don't waste time explaining oh, how everything it. works <laughs> all right uh, so uh the males fought with flame but in the laying season only hens breathed fire from the combustion of complex intestinal gases to incubate incubate the eggs which needed such a fierce temperature while the males uh, gathered firewood a group of swamp dragons was called a slump or an embarrassment a female was capable of laying up to three clutches of four eggs every year most of which were trodden on by absent-minded males and that the dragons of both sexes were vaguely uninterested in one another and indeed everything except for firewood except for about once every two months when they become as single-minded as a buzzsaw 
Where's the, where's the part about like what they're called? I think that uh, that might be a little bit before three, that. Three foot six inches. No fire left. Poor soppy old thing. Uh, quite a few of them had died in other people's homes. Um, I'm not <laughs> I'm not quite there. Uh, no uh, worry about it. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I take your word for it that it's funny. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, but yeah, as for this stacking up against the other fantasy stuff I, I've read, it's a very different kind of book than what I normally read. So it's not really comparable. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's really good. I it's like it. Like we've, we've said, like well, everything I yeah, like yeah, about it yeah. so far. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I would be willing to read more more of this mm-hmm. and more Terry Pratchett books in general. And I think also, that you would like a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And, so. How um, many uh, thousand books are there? He wrote, <laughs> I think, somewhere around uh, twenty five or thirty of them. Whew. Yeah. What is wrong with people who write? <laughs> <laughs> Are they all around this length? Uh, yeah, they're all they're all around that length. They're all really easily consumable. I think a few years ago he died, like maybe like five years ago. I do think that I do really think you would like that Christmas one because there's a whole. I think I wanted. I think there. Yeah, there is remember to do it around Christmas time. I think there is an entire plot that's like around a centered around a Christmas feast that the Wizards Academy is holding. Like it's just like a thing that they keep coming back to is that that's a very big important dinner and that the the whole plot hinges around it. Yeah, yeah, I'm really happy you guys enjoyed this. I I was wondering if it was just going to be like, wow, Nick's making us read a dusty old book. (laughs) Uh, I think if it it was something that was, if it was serious, I would have been like, oh, okay, this might be more of a harder sell. Yeah, that wouldn't have really been very good. The fact that it was a joke, like that fact that it was full of jokes that I actually yeah, thought we're funny. being so old it, it feels the humor is very modern <clears throat> oh, yeah. it's not it's not over overdone at yeah all. but we have broken the book barrier so the book mm. barrier has been broken <laughs> hold on I, I want to we got an email this week and I oh, oh no do we want to <laughs> get into it do we want yeah we just start that segment do we have any I, I think so no we're done with this book okay. I think so I'm really happy that you guys enjoyed it uh, I know it was a little different um, and I, I do want to kind of push the boundaries of what we do on this show because I know that we can get into a rut. We do book now. <laughs> we do book now. Uh, well, I'm not saying that I'm going to come back with another book next week yeah. or anything like that. I'm Please just saying don't that, like, read this your life depends on yeah. it. The book done club. Two cooking. What, yeah, I wanted. A lot of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, Six hundred I mean, movies. We could listeners, world and play the PC game. Listeners, that's why we need your help. If you want to prevent us from getting stagnant or running out of ideas, we need you to send in your ideas for episodes. We still have stuff coming with uh, guest episodes and mm-hmm. ideas for episodes from fans, but we would like more. We always want more because we are willing to do whatever. And it's if it's not comes from uh, if it doesn't come from us, then there's even more of a chance that it'll be new yes. to us. You know. So, if you wanted to send us one of a, one of those ideas, Cam, where wouldn't you send one of those uh, great ideas that they have for our podcast? The illuminated email of Ankmeric <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, podcast at gmail.com, I believe. Doughboys at I thought this was please do listen. There are three doors down. This show sucks. This show does suck. That's how it goes. Seb, what is that email? Uh, please don't cast at gmail.com. All right. Mm. And if you were to send us an email, it might sound a little something like this. I hope it doesn't. Hi, Nicholas. Thank you for applying to the Audible Podcast Affiliate Program. <laughs> I was unable to locate recent episodes of your podcast hey. with <laughs> the information <laughs> in your... With <laughs> we got that SEO. I don't know. Why I with the information in your application, could you provide me with a link? Uh, typically... 
acquires uh, requires podcasts to be available on iTunes or YouTube with three recent episodes. If you need more time to fulfill these requirements, let me know and I'll put your application on hold. Great. Thanks, Josh. I wonder if that breaks Thanks, any kind of contract to read that out on the show. Okay, so next week we're um, posting our episode on YouTube? <laughs> no, 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 no. Next week our I, episode will be about we are our, continued, <laughs> look, our continued... Whoever gets an get, ad yeah, first will look, get a sponsor for the pod. All That's I'm saying is if you heard an Audible ad in the break, then this is solved already. <laughs> <laughs> if you heard that, this was irrelevant. <laughs> you know more than we do, listener. Yeah, you're from the future. Okay. What did I have uh, for dinner? <laughs> Listeners, is next week's episode any good? Uh, all right. Mm. Speaking of which, Alex, what the hell are we doing next week? Um, so you know how you um, you tried to expand our horizons a little Broke bit. Boundaries. Uh-huh. We, decide, we, yeah, we decided to try something new that we all had a really positive experience with. Yes. Um, next week we're uh, going right back in. <laughs> We're doing a movie. Okay, yeah. okay. Another gangster movie? No. You I, keep I, saying I did, that. He only did that I, once. I actually, I did, um, That's not a movie. I did just watch <laughs> Casino the other day, and it was good, but I don't think it's for the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, we're going to do, since it's around Oscar season, and everybody's upset that all the best movies of the year, of the year did not get any nominations really this is what are you talking about oh what are you talking about joker got 11 (laughs) there we go 11 yes Yes. i I saw uh, people like yelling about how like this was almost like the time when uh lord of the rings got like 13 (laughs) yeah right i don't see joker but there's no way there's no way i'm going to see joker it's fine i'll watch it with sound off or something (laughs) (laughs) i watched joker in this way to bar last night the sound was off but i got the gist of it Uh, anyway, in uh, uh, to um, kind of you know uh, because you guys haven't seen it yet, and mm-hmm. it was probably my favorite movie of 2019. We are watching Joker. We are going to watch Joker. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, what are we actually? We're watching? going to watch uh, Midsummer. All right. Um, so, but it's midwinter. Yes, it's right? the middle of winter, so we're going to watch Midsummer. So I've heard that this is uh, that this is a movie that divides. Uh, straight couples. So should we bring a straight woman on the show so that she can tell us we're all wrong uh, about it? I don't know. Am we I going to be offended that they misrepresent the actual uh, celebration of Midsummer? Oh, are, uh, is that a real no, thing? It's, I no. think it's a real thing. Is it? From <laughs> what I've heard, it's yeah. entirely accurate. So I, this I, is, I don't think they do it right then. <laughs> so, so this is from Ari Aster, right? Yes. Uh, Hereditary, Hereditary. Uh, which uh, Cam and I loved uh, and were very uncomfortable watching next to each other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's about hating your family. Yes. <laughs> so we're like, oh boy, time to sit down with... Well, it was uh, weird my... that on the way back to the theater you made him stick us out. Of that. <laughs> I have to get a girlfriend that I could break up with. <laughs> or my Um Yeah, this this was this movie was awesome, and uh, I am curious to see what you guys think. All right, I'm gonna wait on next week to clown on you for the episode's timing with uh, what this movie is about. Yeah, and uh, (laughs) uh, so next week we're uh, we're taking a trip. We're gonna enjoy a little festival, and nothing bad's gonna happen. No Uh, cold. No cold. all right. If you wanna, if you wanna send us your idea, send it to please don't cast gmail.com. Tweet at us Ooh. at please don't cast. Um, also, check out our things are. Uh, you're all already following it, but we have an Instagram now. Yes. <laughs> <As you've seen. laughs> 
and it's really good, and it's not not Kim, working Kim at all. It's very bad. <laughs> Everything's going fine, and I know how to do the thing when you swipe up and it goes to the the website, <laughs> and I know how that works. But if you want to prove to me that you know how to do that, please show me how to do that. I can't look it if up. If you know how to say post a post link a <laughs> on Instagram, let them know. That is at please don't cast on Instagram. Um, DMs are open. <laughs> All right. Uh, and if for some reason you wanted to give us money so that we could have enough money to figure out how to do that. someone who knows yeah. how to use So that we could fire an IT manager or, a sound, a, or, or a sound technician or, or a social media guy. Or we could uh, start paying celebrity guests to come on the show. you could buy out my stock in the podcast so I don't have to be on it anymore. You could, you could vote. You could <laughs> buy out. I'll take over. You could buy out Cam's shares. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted to do that, you could go to patreon.com slash please don't cast and you could you have the chance to get your own episode, even though you already have the chance to do that, or you have the chance to make us do an episode on something we hate, and there are a lot of those. And we or, won't do them without you asking. Come to my house and give me money. <laughs> and I'll I'll get something going. You want to send out your address so that everybody can Yeah. My address is uh, uh thanks year. everybody. <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. This has been please don't listen to this, your life depends on it. Next week, uh we're taking a trip and nothing bad is gonna happen. Next week. Midwinter. Um, we're taking a trip to the left.